You are listening to the Designated Driver Podcast. I'm your sober host, Emily. So last week for Easter weekend and also for the week, I went and stayed with my parents in Chattanooga. And so I didn't get a chance to record with our usual guest. But fear not, you're in for a treat. I sat down with none other than my parents and we recorded a show. Yes, they got drunk. So prepare yourselves for an episode that is a mixture of seriousness as we talk about relationships and social media and also your usual drunken shenanigans as we talk about the time my dad accidentally sent his mother porn and my designated poop zones. So grab yourself a cold one and enjoy. for being on my show and this is an interesting one i have my parents here and they are getting drunk and i we're not drunk am not yeah. drinking like what what kind when does that ever happen <laughs> emily sounds like lavar bird knowing like reading rainbow oh yeah she does <laughs> hello kids these are my parents these are my parents <laughs> hey mom and dad how are you doing today I, I just want our audience to like see what i'm setting myself up for like my, my parents are gonna be picking on me yeah we, we probably should start out very pc and sound very normal and then mm-hmm. just proceed to go into crazy because if we start okay. off, we start if we start off crazy people they're gonna think we're crazy but we want them to think we're normal and we'll be so, crazy by the end of the yeah. show so hello my name is alfred hello my name is lana 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 nice to meet you nice to meet you let's, alfred. let's shake hands on that okay we're meeting for the first absolutely. time absolutely oh. <laughs> we met for the first time this morning but we're not going to discuss that on the podcast Hey, hey, it's, uh, it's Easter. Hey, yeah, yeah, praise Jesus. Let's go. <laughs> well, it's technically not Easter for another hour and two minutes. Okay. Okay. So, so, so we can do all of our sinning tonight, and then tomorrow we're gonna we, we're gonna dress up and have have ham, and we're gonna like hold hands and sing Kumbaya and say mm-hmm. what, we're, what we're grateful for. Yes. Okay. That's sounds, how it goes. Sounds like a plan, Lana. Yeah. Hey, nice, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Alfred. Right. And then we're going to celebrate fertility by hiding eggs in the yard. We've already done that. <laughs> we've, been, we've been celebrating fertility for a while now. We hit so. some eggs this morning. Yeah, we celebrate that early. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make too much noise. The kids might wake up. <laughs> Sorry. Let's formally introduce y'all Absolutely. on the show. So um, the audience has heard so far that your names are Alfred and Lana. Yes. You're also married. Yes. Legally, um, in, the, in the eyes of Jesus and in the eyes of the state, the eyes of Donald Trump, you're married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost two years. That's and, amazing. That's amazing. My friend John gave us a three-year limit, so we got we got another year. Oh, oh, I'm going to beat that limit. Yeah, oh, we're, we're going we're gonna, to like, double it's that. It's lifetime, John. Lifetime yeah, here. That's yeah, that's it. That's it. See, ring on our fingers? Yeah. Yes. Lifetime, baby. No breaking uh, this. So, Dad, I'm going to start with you. Sure. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you? My name is Alfred. Uh, as you can see, or for the first few minutes, I'm a little bit crazy. Uh, this is not due to the consumption of alcohol. I'm just normally like this. And 
Emily knows that. Mom knows that. We say, I say mom sometimes because, you know, mom runs the household. Uh, I do a podcast called You Lose Podcast. So if you guys, if if you are trying to lose weight, maybe live a healthier life, check that podcast out. It's You Lose Podcast on iTunes. Uh, Emily is a big fan of it. She writes into the show. But uh, so a little bit about me, or I guess a little bit about us. We are the modern Brady Bunch. We have, I have two white daughters. I have two, I have a biracial son and then a biracial daughter. Uh, so one of my, one of my white daughters has green hair. Uh, and, it's turquoise. Yeah, and two of my daughters. So yeah, so we we, we we are the modern 2018 version of the Brady Bunch. I am 38 years old. Uh, I don't know if mom's gonna say your age, but I'm 38. Life is life is really good, uh, and I I think that one thing that we do want to promote, maybe not just through this podcast, but just through in general, like for people who already know me, know this. Is that uh, re- that families relationships can be fun, or a a, a long term solid committed relationship can be very very fun. That's one thing I, I always want to promote. And being a father is one of the best things of my life. Watching watch I watched Emily graduate college, so I, mm-hmm. I watched Emily perform a My Chemical Romance song while she was in college. Saw her graduate. We have an eighteen year old daughter that we're about to watch graduate. And then we have two more kids that we're trying to get through. Uh, get through the school system and then we're going to watch them graduate and then we're going to do like most old people do and move to Florida. I would like to take a moment to touch on what you were saying about promoting that family can be fun. Yeah. That's part of what I'm doing here and having you on my podcast because, you know, some people would maybe hear, oh, I got my parents on the podcast and, you know, it's a drunken podcast so there's fun comedy and shenanigans and they would think, why would you have your parents on that? I mean, in the past couple of episodes, you've talked about dildos and yeah. you talked about... And her dad is listening to it. I've listened to those podcasts. Well, you and haven't like, listened to that one. That, okay, so I haven't listened to that one. But I listened to er, to Curtis talk about being the meat guy or, or something like that. The meat like helper? That. The meat helper, yes. And I was laughing. This is while I was at work. So, yeah, so I've heard, and and so I totally support my daughter in, in these endeavors because this is what, this is like the key to happiness is doing things like this and, sorry, I will digress, but back to you, Em. Yeah, I, I'm just saying that my parents are fun people. They're the kind of people that I would want to get drunk and have on the podcast because I expect really great things. And also my dad is a podcasting veteran, so... Hey. I, that's also very nice to have too, because I'm, you know, kind of new to doing all this, even though I've already got a few episodes under my belt. So being with somebody who's done this for a very long time is also very helpful. Um, But anyway, mom, how about you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you? I'm Lana. I'm Alfred's wife. As Alfred said, we have four kids. Two of mine are from previous marriages and Haley is from a crazy marriage that I'm so happy that I'm away from. And Alfred here has helped both my daughters through so many hardships, and I can never thank him enough for all he's done for all of us. Gabby and Kenyon, our little ones, they're sweet, and I love them. I love being their stepmother, and I don't know, all of my kids just bring me so much joy. My family, my family is my number one. I will go to my grave saying that. Um, My job is very stressful. I work for a large insurance company here in Chattanooga, and I have a lot of stress every day that I'm at work, but thank goodness I'm off this week, and I don't have to deal with that. And you're drinking. And I'm I'm drinking, and I'm very mellow, and (laughs) 
It's really good to see Emily this week. We're going to have a lot of fun, and I'm excited about that. And um, I love playing Toy Blast, and my husband gets not mad, but he's like, you're always on your phone playing Toy Blast. So that's me. That's my life. And me and him watch Shameless, This Is Us, and... And that's good, and I'm a daddy's girl. I love my daddy. He recently had heart issues, and I'm glad that he made it through what he made it through. Yes. And and I love Jesus, so. Ooh, I think we sound like yin and yang on this podcast. Like, I, I, I well, just, I, look. Hey, me and Alfred were made for each other. It was destined for me and him to be together, and I'm very thankful that he is my husband. And I am like the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. Okay, this, this that, is awesome. Since, since you kind of spilled all the beans in mm-hmm. your introduction, like uh, let's just be honest. Like Emily was from your first marriage. You you turned yes. you turned eighteen and you married her dad, and that turned mm-hmm. out to be a, a colossal failure. An abusive marriage. Okay, yes. sure. And then you married Haley's dad, who is also abusive. Mm-hmm. And so I am your third. To be honest, I, I, I am the third marriage. And I learned very, very well through my second marriage that what abuse was. I knew all the red flags. Alfred didn't throw up any red flags. And I knew that this was the one. Okay. Uh, no, me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. And this is you're my second marriage. And mm-hmm. so um, that's what, you know what? I didn't think we would go this route on the show. I wasn't. I had. I had a whole list of other stuff to talk about, but but that is interesting because um, you, like you're my second marriage, mm-hmm. and I don't ever see myself getting married again. I don't. Even, I don't even see myself as being, as being as wanting to get married again. And if, I think if we can say anything to the people listening, is that you can find somebody who is very compatible with you. It, relationships are harder than what society says. They're harder than what Match.com says. They're harder than 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 what uh, than, than what commercials say. They they just are. And if you get with somebody who you don't match up with, you you could be in for hell. And you were in for mm-hmm. hell. you went through like literally uh, in your first two marriages. They were hell. You've mm-hmm. told me you told me about them. I've seen. I've seen both. I've seen Emily's dad and I've seen Haley's dad and it's been, and it's a mess. Um, so with that said, and not to bring down the podcast or anything like that, uh, like our life now, like we are kind of a crazy motley crew mm-hmm. and there, there are some days and one of my friends was asking me about, cause they, they, they see me, me and Lena on Facebook and they were asking about step pairing relationships. They were like, how do you do it? And I said, I said, there are some days where where you look I look at the kids I look at you and I think this is the greatest thing ever this is amazing like seeing Emily happy seeing you know seeing Haley's about to graduate high school seeing our younger kids mm-hmm. seeing them run around like we were playing Nerf Wars last week seeing all that stuff was, you have these moments and you just you almost want to cry because it's amazing you say this is what I've always wanted like a family mm-hmm. with a wife that I that I that I enjoy that like me and you go walking we do all this stuff and and we mm-hmm. have fun doing it to, to the point that I have to make myself go out and do things with my with my guy friends because I'm always I'm always with family and that's right. okay, but but then there are days 
There's mm-hmm. the other days. There's obstacles. There's the other days yeah. where I want to go. Or literally, when I go downstairs, I just want to pull my hair out. Yeah. And what hair? Like, I don't yeah. have any hair. Exactly. 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 So, you know, like, I don't have any hair. So, but there's days I go to the basement and I say, I just want to scream and I can't do this anymore. And just like, just like anything else, um, just like anything else, when it, like in relationships, there, there's those days they happen, mm-hmm. but the the problem is, and I mean, we're gonna have to like jump to another topic after this, but yeah, the the problem the, the problem is with those bad days. I think most people they get to the bad days and they give up, and then they 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 say I can't do this anymore, mm-hmm. like and, and they give in. But there's something different about our relationship, and I think there's one thing that we want to show on the podcast is mm-hmm. something about our relationship is different. So even like even those bad days happen, and and, and and you say and you say it sucks mm-hmm. this this sucks uh like we've had to deal with this we've had to deal with that and it sucks but the, but like when, when you have somebody when you have somebody like Lana and and no matter how bad it is no matter really no matter how bad I screw up she's like honey like I got your back don't you know we'll get through this that is it is unheard of, and and that's what makes relationships last. Like we've had, we've had friends, we've had close friends go through that, that we thought were going to last, go through divorce, go through breakups. Mm-hmm. You know, Emily, you've seen it. We've all seen it, and we've all kind of helped each other through it. Like like we're not expecting, like especially especially in friendship circles when when really bad breakups mm-hmm. happen, and then you just do not understand why this is happening. And and you're like, like, oh man, these people hurt each other. How did how did this happen? It, yeah. it just blows your mind. And I think with with any with any relationship, and this is if anybody's listening, if you're younger, and I, we'll, we'll jump back to the fun stuff in a minute. But we'll, we'll talk serious for a second. We'll talk turkey for a minute, y'all. We're we're parents. We got four kids, so we we, we talk turkey. And our cat's on the like in the sink. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like to to bring this full circle is that. One thing about relationships uh, that I think people that people leave out, especially young people, because when you're young and you're trying to impress somebody, sometimes when a relationship starts, you're not being your hundred percent self. Like our, we have an eighteen year old daughter. For for those who don't know, we have like me, we have an eighteen year old daughter, uh, and I, I'm watching her go through a relationship, and in my head, I'm saying. Like you guys aren't being a hundred percent who you are, because because you're trying to impress somebody else. It's natural, especially in the beginning of a relationship. You try, you're trying to show somebody a different side of you. But we like when you're married, especially when you're married with kids or the step in our case, a step parent in a relationship, is that you have to be okay with the other person. And I think that's something that I missed out on in my first marriage is that I was too busy trying to live up to what my at the time my ex-wife what what she wanted me to be she wanted me to be this certain person who was a christian who was this who was that who went to church every sunday and that just that just wasn't me and uh and i know there's a lot of memes out there that says be, be true to yourself and, there, and and maybe it's a detriment that we have so much memes out there but but in, in reality you you have to be with somebody who allows you to be yourself and probably everybody's listening might be thinking, 
I'm with somebody who's like, yeah, 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 they, they let me be who I am. But honestly, when nobody's around and it's just you and your thoughts, does that person really let you be who you are? And like, like for example, Emily, uh, you and Alan, that's one thing that I, you know, for whatever good and bad times you guys have, that is one thing that I can always say is that Alan lets you be who you are, you let him be who, who he is. And until that changes, you guys got my support just because you guys are like that. And that that's what that's what that has allowed you guys to be in a relationship this far. And if you want to be in a relationship for the next 20, 30 years, not saying you might want to do that. I don't know. Uh, that's what's going to do it. And, that, and that's what with me and Landon. Landon just allows me to be who I am. She like I'll say some crazy stuff sometimes and it won't even phase her. She'll just be like, she'll just laugh and keep on going. And there are times that, oh, yeah, like we, we we just have moments like in some of the stuff we joke about. I'm like, man, I don't know anybody else can joke about what they Sometimes like, like this. Yeah, yeah. Let me just some just some of the jokes like we have <laughs> between each other. Like I cannot <laughs> imagine joking with another woman about this ever. <laughs> but 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 that's why we'll last the test of time. Yeah. Because there, there won't be there won't be tears down the line. You're not gonna be sitting there saying, man, I didn't know he was like that. <laughs> no, no, yeah. you knew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you knew. All right. So, M. <laughs> well, I, I wanted to speak to um, your point about uh, people sort of posturing for each other when they first get together. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually, when I was in high school, had a high school sweetheart that said something to me, which at the time, it really threw me off. And upset me. And I think we got into a fight about it. Mm. But um, anyway, we had been together for a long time at the point. Mm. At that point. And he... Um, I, I guess I was trying to talk to him about some issues I had. About mm. some things that I felt like had changed. Because mm. it seemed like, you know, things weren't how they used to be. And I guess you could say they were maybe slowing down a bit maybe we're becoming a bit complacent mm -hmm. and um so i brought that up to him and i was talking to him about it and he said something like well here's the thing when you first start dating somebody it's like actors on a stage mm -hmm. you're just acting a certain way to and you know to impress somebody he that said exactly what you said that and at the time true. it really pissed me off because i was like I was like, how could you say that? You're basically telling me that everything about us getting together was fake. And so, you know, at that point I was like, okay, so I guess this is how it is now. And and it's true. I think that in the honeymoon phase, mm. you know, mm. a lot of times that like, you have people that just act completely, you know, just, and some of it is like just some early enthusiasm, early enthusiasm where you are just meeting this new person and it's all fresh. Mm -hmm. And then w once you get used to it, once you get comfortable with it, um, you might start to be more of yourself. And, but it's like things change mm -hmm. and that's when people start to show who they really are. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then you have a decision to make. You're either going to be okay with that person still. Yeah. And yeah. you know, and maybe not a lot will change, Maybe it'll change drastically, but you have a decision to make. Are you okay with this non-honeymoon phase mm -hmm. version of the person that you're with? Mm -hmm. Or 
are they just unbearable to you and not at all what you expected and you want more of what you had before at the start of things? Well, well, I'll, have, I'll have to say, Emily, I've been with the abusive and non-abusive side. The abusive side, those kind of people are, are great manipulators in the beginning. And then later on, like after you go through the honeymoon phase and you get married, and then they turn 180 degrees... And then you realize that all of that stuff that they did was just to capture you. Well, and the, like the, Alfred, like okay, all right. Like, I was about to say, like, don't ever underestimate what a guy was going to do for sex. Like, well, yeah, but <laughs> the honeymoon phase—he's trying to get laid. Like, I, I'm not talking about that. Okay, I'm, I'm talking right. about you know, especially with me having kids and like meeting you and mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. that you did through my divorce to help my kids through that and. You know, you did everything you could possibly do to help them. And you still do everything you can possibly do to help them. You're always there for them at any hour of the night, any time of the night. And there is a big difference in a manipulator and a regular, normal person. And some people just can't decipher the difference but I th- between, I think, between I think that's, the different that's, people. But I think that's the hard part is that when, when you're meeting, I mean, because like, we've seen all these scenarios play out. We're mm-hmm. seeing some of these scenarios mm-hmm. play out now. Yeah. But how do oh, you yeah. how do you know when you're in the honeymoon phase between a manipulator, when a guy is 18 through 25, he's, mm-hmm. at, the, he's at a total disadvantage. Women mm-hmm. are the bell of the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, they have guys coming after them. You know, the I mean, they just they just are like mm-hmm. like that's when women are like they are number one and they still are number one. But I think as as um as you get older, mm-hmm. and then you know, for example, for example, when I was in college, all like the girls I liked, they wanted the bad boys. That 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 was just they wanted the guy, you know, in some cases who listened to Green Day. Who was who was rocking out? Who loved my chemical romance? They wanted they wanted the rocker dude, or which uh, by the way I've never met that dude. Oh, you see, Emily still hasn't <laughs> met that guy. So sorry, Alan, you lost out on that. Sorry, Alan. <laughs> oh, actually, I recant that. He likes um, Rise Against, and we kind of got together. Do y'all want to hear the story of how? Oh, well, I, I sort of like Rise Against, but I like my chemical romance. I want to so. hear your sure. story. Sure, we'll hear your story. Okay, so the way that Alan and I ended up talking to each other, we actually met online. Mm-hmm. And um, on the website, I, I came across his profile, and his username was A Fire Inside. And I mm. got really excited because <laughs> A Fire Inside is what AFI stands for. Yeah. And they were also one of those bands back in the two, oh, yeah, 2005 that. that were really, really big. Like My Chemical Romance and Green Day, they were in that same group. And so... I got really excited, so I messaged him, and I was like, oh, hey, so you're an AFI fan, too? And he was like, what? (laughs) And I was like, your username, it's a fire inside. And he's like, oh, well, I don't know who AFI is, but I do like Rise Against, and I also like Rise Against. Mm. Yeah. So then we started talking, and it was just... Only Alan would miss a chance of a woman hitting on him and just not take that ball and run away. Come like, on, Alan. Yeah, like, like <laughs> believe me, when, when mom started hitting on me, I took that ball, I ran and dunked it. 
Like I, I, I knew. touched your hand. He did touch my and hand. And that was it. <laughs> he really did. Yeah. That, but that was, yeah. So for those of you listening who are used to our usual controlled chaos, not very controlled, this all goes to show that you can get a little bit of everything on this show. Um, we got some seriousness just now, and that was fun. Um, and also, you, you get your general drunken craziness. So, I mean, we got a little something for everyone here. Um, now, I want to ask, so what do we got? Oh, we have a lot. Oh, like, you want me to talk about, you, you want me to tell a story about me sending my mom porn? Yes, tell the story about <laughs> you sending your mom porn. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying that story. You talk to it about your mom. I've yeah. told you about this, but you probably don't remember. You told me, yeah. But I didn't tell I you. I remember. <laughs> Gosh, my wife remembers everything. Um, yes. I don't know if I should say this, but I've already preempted it. So, if you have an iPhone, you know how if you have a group chat with somebody, and you like, so I have a group chat with my brother and my mom, but I also have a, have a different chat with just me and my brother. And so, sometimes, he's probably going to be, he's never going to listen to this, right? He's not. I hope he never listens to this. If he does, I'm sorry. Unless you send it to him. I, I'm not even going to say his name because I want to, yeah. Okay. So, so, they're in time. This wasn't, this wasn't in, even in the past two years. So, this was a few, this was years ago. Like, and we had a group chat with, with me and my mom, but I also mm-hmm. had a separate chat with me and my brother. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, I'd drop him a picture or two. Be like, man, check this out. What do you think? See, this is why I mean my wife's relationship lasts because I can tell her this kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, so, so I sent, I sent, I thought I sent my brother a picture, this picture, and I looked at it and, mm-hmm. I, and I sent it to my uh-huh. mom and my brother. Mm-hmm. And I mean, believe me, like, like you want to talk about freak out? Because I mean, it and wasn't, I know what your mama said. The, what, oh, your mama said you need Jesus. That's usually her answer to everything, mm-hmm. but but in this in this case, she would have been a hundred percent right. <laughs> she would have been. She would have been on point. This, oh, let me anoint your head. Yes, oh, Easter oh. Sunday. Praise Jesus. She yeah. Would, what would have been? So did she not see it? So, but here's the point. Okay, so this is the sad part about it. Once I so I realized I sent my mom this picture and. And I was, you know, of course, I was talking about, man, check this out. <laughs> this is, whoo, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw my mom's name on it, too. So I think I said, we had a Google chat. So she saw it. So I, but so I told my mom, I, I called, I literally called my mom. I said, mom, um, what is your password to your Google? Because I was going to try to erase, like, I was going to, I actually was going to change her password. And I asked her what her password was to her Google account mm-hmm. to change it so she wouldn't see the picture. And, and, uh, and she, she couldn't remember her password because it automatically signed her in. And I'm the one that set up her Google account. And you, uh, on, 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 her, yeah, on her, yeah. on like, on her tablet. Mm-hmm. So I set everything up. So I should have had the dang password anyways. So God was in control. Believe me, I was freaking out. I was like, oh my gosh, she's gonna see this. <laughs> and, and, and this isn't like there was no question what I sent her. Like it was it was what it was. There, it, you know, it wasn't like, hey, I meant to send you this. Like, no, it was tried and true. Boom. Um So tell me about this thing that you sent. You want me to get I don't want to get specific. Yeah, get specific. Well, let me let me just ask this. Was it was it full frontal? It was full nudie. Okay. 
Was yeah, it a video scary. or was it just a pic? It, I think it was it was just a picture. BBW. But it was of a porn star. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, so you sent a picture, a full nude picture of a porn star. That's as specific as we need See, to get. See, but this, I can, tell my, I can tell my wife this. This it, is this is why we have a good I relationship. Know, I know it was BBW. Yeah, she, she's already, but the thing is, my mm-hmm. wife, I actually told her this story before because it was that yeah. funny. But see, and I, I honestly, like, I, I know we're, we're, cracking, <laughs> we're cracking jokes now, but this is why we work because when we were out hiking two days ago, the conversations that me and you had, mm. I don't know if we could have in front of on a microphone or anything. But no. but that's what makes us. But that's what. But that's what. That's why we work as a couple because yeah. we can be so honest with each other mm-hmm. that and some sometimes to a fault. But we're we can, honest but, and we're open minded. But see, and this is the problem in my first marriage is that I hid a lot and. I, there's certain things that I couldn't. You had to. That oh I couldn't. God. Exactly, I couldn't say. And I'm not saying this to be. I'm not down because my kids might hit. I mean, our kids, the little kids, might hit us at some point. But I'm not trying to put my ex-wife down. But we just weren't compatible. And there are certain things I couldn't talk about. I would never tell my ex-wife this. Actually, I was married to her at the time. I sent this to my mom. To be honest with you. Um. So. So. Can I circle back sure, around sure. to where you said? I'm not sure that the stuff we were talking about earlier we could even talk about on the podcast. Have you heard our other episodes? Yes, and I, I, uh, like yeah. I, I think me like our conversations. I heard so. One. So to be honest about um, me and Lena's relationship, we uh, if you watch Shameless, um, the the biracial couple I can't remember her name. Uh, the guy that owns the bar and his wife that is black. That is us. But we do not have an open relationship they, I'm okay. at all. Well, yeah, because well, I'm we not. We don't have to have an open relationship. Right. They don't and have we, a Russian woman in the middle. But no. but, but, he, but he he was doing his 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 uh, mother in law though. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, he was doing. I'm not doing that. <laughs> what is her name, Emily? <laughs> Uh, what is her name? Veronica. Veronica. Yes, Veronica. Yes. V, they call her V. V. Yeah, but, I'm V. But that's I'm our v that's kind of like our relationship. So yes. there, there's no mom, there's no mother-in-law, you know, yes. getting dead. That's me. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so so anyway. so I I tried to recover my mom's account and I couldn't, and it locked me out. So I knew when my mom got off work that day, she was gonna look at the tablet and she's gonna see the picture I sent. Boy, that was a picture. <laughs> And that was Ooh. a, oh Lord. And I told him, I said, I, I was like, I said, brother, I said this to mama too. And he just laughed. Because that's what brothers do. <laughs> he like, he knew she was going to see it. Ooh. But like, my mom is so gangster. She, this, this is, this is why to this day, like, like I know she got my back. Because my mom never said a thing. There's no way she didn't see that. She saw it in all the triple D's that was involved in there. She <laughs> she saw it. There's no way she could not have saw it. She didn't say anything. Let's be real for a second. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I want you to imagine. <laughs> Mom, I, just I that want shit. you to imagine the kind of conversation that she had with your dad oh after she's seen that. She probably. Was sitting yes. there laughing yes. her ass off and just yes. talking about how she, silly oh you are. But, but see, my mom knows if she had told my dad, if she showed my dad the picture, he would have to walk away for about 
30 minutes <laughs> and, and go to his private study. Oh, to, yeah. To, no, to, and to, say, hey, make sure you send that to me. Oh, oh, to, Please. You know what's funny? Like, when, when Janet Jackson and Justin... Like, some of people listening probably don't remember this, but when <laughs> the Super Bowl, when, when Justin Timberlake did it, not this recent one, but he did it before, and it was him and Janet Jackson. It was like mm-hmm. 2000 and... 2003, 2004. I don't know. It, it was but when he... I remember that. You remember the boob slip that he did? Yeah. So... My mom, like, I was living, I was, this is before I even got married. Yeah. I was still in college and I was telling my mom about it. Or we were joking about it. And she said, she said, she said, because my dad, he was not internet savvy, but I was, of course. And so she said, your dad was such a hot little trying to look for that titty. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. We well, find out so much about our parents yeah. like later on. Like we think that they're low key mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden we're like, Oh my god. I just have to say, like there have been so many times that I've been talking to you guys yeah. mm-hmm. that I've gone to piss while we were talking. Because we have really long conversations. Okay. Yes. So, you know, you'll be honest, Emily, we talked about this before you came. And we, we, we it, it's amazing the stuff that you'll argue about when you're married to somebody. Like, you would just never believe, like, like me and Lana, like, we, we, I think we got an argument about this because you guys, I came to y'all's family. And I didn't realize how you guys like to talk about taking shits. Like it, it is like it, it no, is. We're gonna talk about it, that. It, it is really like, but like between I'm y'all, three, like you, mom, no. Emily, it's like y'all's fucking favorite topic. It's like it's, it's like everybody, everybody, say, "Hey, hey, guys, I'm gonna be going for about thirty minutes." <laughs> like everybody, has to tell each and other. And you know what's funny is like, and y'all burp. Can I can I say something? No, you cannot. Shut the okay. shit. So, <laughs> so my friend Sharaka at work, me and her, you are back. We were looking at these Facebook filters. Okay, so we found these Facebook filters, and we were having so much fun. Okay, so I sent Sharaka a Facebook filter this week, and me crying because she's been out with her Tom. You're probably me. taking a shit when you sit there. Stop. Okay. Okay. So I love you. So anyway, I send Emily one. And it's of me doing a sweet little thing with a unicorn thing, telling her how much I love her. And guess what I get back? (laughs) Guess what I get back? What did you you get back? I get back from Emily that she's sitting on the toilet. (laughs) You stop! And she can't figure out the Facebook filter. (laughs) Why are you taking this shit? And she's pooping. (laughs) And like... I was I was leaving to go somewhere with you and you were like I don't know if I can spend a week with y'all this week. I was serious. I was dead serious. Y'all are always talking about pooping. I I I, I literally like I think I sat in a car. Oh my god! And 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 I was like almost distraught because I was like, (laughs) you guys talk about taking shits. Like, 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 like you're signing oh the Declaration of Independence. We are. <laughs> yes. It is. Y'all's mind, you like, you like, you like, you like, Dad. I'm gonna be gone for a little bit. If you need me, I'll be back. I'll be like, just I go take a shit. I never. You said don't that. understand. You never said that verbatim. But like, even today, you were like, you were like, you know what I'm about to do. And I'm like, I know, I know. Of course, I know. Because that's what you guys do. You don't understand how important our poops are. I, I, I do now. To, I need to rein this in for Please. a second because yeah. I need to tell you something, Dad. 
I need you to know what the kids these days are doing. They shit. That's what they're doing. Oh my god. They are shitting. They're also taking pictures of their feet while they're on the No, toilet. no, no. I'm out. I'm out. So I was hanging out with Robert. Y'all all know Robert, right? Oh my god. I was hanging name? out with Robert and he just shows me too. his phone and I see bare naked legs with some like jeans and underwear around the ankles and I'm like what is that and he's like oh your boyfriend's taking a poop at work he sent this to me oh my, <laughs> oh my god no yeah um, no 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 so you think that us announcing okay and also I want to be clear yeah about why I announce when I have to poop sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes there's no answer I have a lot of anxiety <laughs> about pooping in places that is not home dad has made fun of me a lot about this. I don't. I don't know what it is in y'all's genes, but like to, to be fair, so we should tell them a story. We went to Opry. We went to Nashville because we went really? to go. We went to see my parents, and we went to Opry Mills, mm-hmm. and and this is before I learned to understand the family that I married into, mm-hmm. and you know my wife is like me. We're, we're kind of scavengers. If we got to poop, we'll poop wherever. If we got to eat, we'll eat whatever's in front of us. But when it comes to the kids, the the two oldest, uh, I, I figured out they have designated poop zones, meaning they won't poop unless the toilet has been blessed and sanctified by them. So we were at Opry Mills, and we had to hurry up to get back home because they wouldn't poop at Opry Mills because it wasn't a designated poop area. Emily? Okay, well, to speak to that... Um... I don't know. Like, I also kind of, I don't know. It's just like I'm worried if I, especially if I go into a public bathroom that has like multiple stalls. I don't want to be sitting in there making pooping, farting noises <laughs> with another person coming in there. I don't want them to smell my poop. I it, like, I get so anxious pooping inside a place where other people, strangers, are ever, because I was yeah. made fun of for shitting when I was a kid. Is that what this is? Have you ever seen Dumb and Dumber? Uh, I don't know where this is going. Oh, I mean, I, I haven't... You yeah, probably seen, I know okay. what it is. If you've seen Dumb and Dumber and you remember Lloyd Christmas was on the toilet, th- like, that's how guys are. Guys don't... Like, dudes, they don't give a fuck. Like... Feet are hanging under the stalls. They are stretched out and they are blowing the top off. And nobody, <laughs> and nobody cares. Because that's how dudes are when it comes to taking poops. And women are not like that. But the, thing I, the thing I could not understand with Emily was like, I went into the bathrooms of Opry Mills. They had everything but Jesus in there welcoming you to the bathroom. Because that's how nice they were. They were white. They were clean. They had nice toilet paper. It was double double sheeted. Like, it, it wasn't the cheap stuff. And I'm like, just go take a poop in here. Like, this is this is heaven. Yeah. You know, like, I went to a third world country. So, I've seen the worst sides of a bathroom. But, but they wouldn't do it. They had to poop in designated poop zones. Oh, my gosh. I really want to move to the social media. Oh, well, let's talk about social media. Okay, we're going we're gonna to talk about I social media. I want to talk about social media so Let's do bad. it. Let's do it's it. It's killing me. So, Mom, what would you give up for a year of staying on social media? Staying on social media? Or staying off it? Staying on it. 
Like, if you had to give something up in order to be able to continue to be on social media for a year, mm-hmm. she'd give me up. What would you give up? I would stop drinking coffee for a year to stay on social media. But I honestly, I really don't have to have social media. So, Boo, what is your issue with social media? I think that's a better question. My issue with social media is back in the olden days, like, I can't remember. We sat, we watched certain things on TV. I went out with the neighbors, the neighbor kids, and we did things. Yep. And it was it was great. So, but like today, yep. You have social media, and social media gives people so much more variety. So to I think you're talking about cheating, right? You're yeah. Talking, okay. So so I, I think it's so much easier for per, a person to cheat today. So, because they're able to IM, they're easier to DM, and they're easier to message. So you mean like sliding somebody's DMs, boom? Yeah. So has anybody slid into your DMs lately? No. But you're not telling us about? No. You sure about that? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just want to make sure. Well, speaking of people sliding into your DMs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. had a guy. I, Let's go. I, I told you all about it before. No, you I haven't. had a guy slide into my DM. And this was, okay, so back in college, I used to uh, see some guys that I'd meet online, not too many at once. Were you dating Alan at the time? No, I wasn't dating Alan at this time. This is when I was sort of playing the field a little bit. And I met this one guy, and things didn't really work out with this guy. Um, We ended up, like, not staying together. I can't really remember why. We we, All we did was kiss once, and that was it. But anyway, like... Fast forward to like five or six years later, he's um, messaging me and he's just, it took me a while to realize it, but he was flirting with me and it was really confusing because he was like, but my feelings for you are strong. You know, when I was trying to shut it down, like I was trying to shut it down, he was like, but my feelings to you are strong. And I'm like, how? Because, okay, context. We've not really talked over the years. Right. This is like the first time we've really talked in like six months. And the other times that we've talked before, he was just saying, hey, and I would say hi. And that was just the end of it. So I was just like, how could you say that your feelings to me are strong when we never talk? Right. But, but isn't that kind of like the fallacy of social media is that you can see somebody's like Instagram posts or Facebook posts, or we'll just say we'll say Instagram. Instagram's kind of becoming more popular, and it's almost like it's almost like you feel that you know this person just by their posts. And um, and it, I remember you told me about this, and I'm thinking maybe this is this is maybe this guy is seeing stuff that you say, and he feels like he knows you based on your posts. But like one thing people don't realize is that like. Most of the time, we're posting the best parts of our lives. Like we're only we're posting the highlights of whatever you know, whatever's going on. Like so that, that's how I am. Like yeah, you know, no, I'm not posting the moments I'm going to the basement. I'm screaming and pulling my hair out. I'm posting the stuff like when I'm running or me and Lana are working out together. Though like to that. be fair, there are people that do that. They post the the screaming in the basement. Like okay, yes. I'm not that dude. So you know what. Social media, though, this is something that I want to bring up. Tell me what you think, Emily, because 
maybe I'm, I'm a different generation, but like me and mom have both had people send us friend requests um, that we didn't know like mm-hmm. personally, but maybe you know on, on a cursory knowledge, like maybe there's somebody that you work with or somebody that that you know through a friend and they sit so so they send you a friend request and it's like if you see that person they never you never talk but they know but they but you're friends with them but but you guys don't really talk is that weird does that happen to you i'm sorry but in two or three days later you're added to their tupperware to their Kitchenware to whatever it is to their makeup, yeah, to their mm-hmm. pure romance party, or, 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 yeah. or, or they're selling they're selling fitness plans. Yes, yeah, you add to that, or they reach out to you after God knows how long, send you a message, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to meet up?" And you're like, "Okay," and then you meet up, and you realize that the whole thing was just uh, they needed to get an appointment for trying to talk to you. Oh, about oh, 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 oh. I, I never had anybody <laughs> say they wanted to meet up. Like, There's two people. There's one girl that has added me to one of her groups, and there's another girl that's added me to another one of her groups. And I'm sitting here thinking, hmm. So you, so you thought those two girls liked you? Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, for real? She, she, you thought you, uh, thought, you okay. thought they liked you? Like, I mean, like, then like they, they were feeling? liking all of my posts. Yeah, and all of a sudden, you thought, you thought they were feeling you? Oh, hell yeah! Well, and you then never, all of a sudden, you never told me this. All of a sudden, you thought they were feeling you? I saw her Tupperware and shit, and oh, I man, was that's, like, they, 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 you felt you felt like you were used. It's kind of like when you go on um, Twitter. Twitter is a Especially bad about this. I got excited one time because I got followed by a comedian who was Twitter verified. Who the, and I saw. Uh, who, I, I names? I can't remember the name of this comedian because it was so long ago. But they were Twitter verified, so I was mm. like, "Oh man, this person must be very popular." Mm. And then I started scrolling through their stuff, and I'm like, "Yeah, this seems pretty cool. Maybe I should check it out." And then I realized what had happened. They followed me, Dude, not because they were interested in me. They you following back. They wanted me to follow them back right. and actually engage with their material. Yeah, you got, like, you got on Twitter yeah. all the time. Uh, okay, so 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 what happened? Did you follow them back? I think I did. Can you imagine how guys feel when a hot girl follows them, but they think, look, fellas, you feel me on this one. Hot girl, hot girl follows you. And you, you no, this this ain't happened to me. I'm just saying, like I, I have. It's friends. happened to me. It happened to see happen to you. It and, happens to everyone. You get right. these, you get these girls. Okay, you've probably seen it. Yep. They follow you on Instagram. Yep. And then you go to their profile, and it's like, come see me suck a dick over here. <laughs> I never had that happen, but that happened <laughs> to me this week. So you want to? So you're not feeling me? <laughs> I yeah. thought you were feeling me. That's I was like, I thought we were going to be best friends. friends. Yeah. That is something funny. That is something funny about Instagram. And even Twitter is the same way. Is that people will follow you just for you following back. Mm-hmm. And so, but I think dudes get in trouble by that. Because it might be like decent looking chick that, that follows them just to get followed back. And, and, and they, they might go in full hook, line, and sinker. You know? So... But see, I've never, like, from a woman's perspective, because, like, 
I've talked to women who've been on Match and another like social media uh, dating sites, and they get so much attention versus the guys. Yeah, like I want to go back to your question about when you were asking me about, um, you know, adding people on Facebook that you're not really close to, and it's like a way of like letting them into your life, so to speak, because you're posting. Well, I mean, it really depends on what you do on Facebook or whatever social media platform we're talking about. But um, this is I I can say yeah. that I add people on Facebook, and a lot of times when I go to post something, I won't post it because I think about all the people that are on my Facebook, and don't. then I worry. And a lot of the people on my Facebook are not even best friends. They're acquaintances. They're people I knew in college. Right. I mean, not to say that I wouldn't want to be close to these people, but I mean, there are a lot of people on my Facebook that I don't talk to. And, but those are the people that I worry about seeing my post. I'm like, Oh my God, like what if I post this and then so-and-so sees it and they get offended. And like, that's, it's just crazy how like we, we want to have like all these people on our Facebooks and sometimes they can have an effect on what we do or don't post. It's funny you say that. So, because this is in the, like, we've talked about this before. But, um, so you have the friends on Facebook that you're close to. Like, you have, it, like, we won't say names, but, like, my friend, like, my friend John, my friend Nick. I have people that I'm just very close to. And they see, like, they see me as I am, like, Whatever comes to my mind, I tell them, right? And then every once in a while you get that like you get that friend request from the person who doesn't know you, but it's somebody you don't talk to every day, but you're like, why did they send me a friend request? Like, cause look, as a guy, it's a confidence booster. You're like, ah oh, man, maybe she's feeling me a little bit. <laughs> Maybe, you said maybe, maybe, maybe somebody like you're like, hey, 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 but you said she. but but or he or whoever, but because uh, I, I mean I've friended people like guys, even girls that maybe I'm not close to that that maybe I see on the on the regular basis, not a daily basis, but I think the awkward part about that. So say for for example. If somebody at your job, because like we did the, like me and you did a, we, we, we did a race uh, like a couple of months ago. And what if those people that were in that race started sending you friend requests? Like maybe you don't talk to them every day, but you had something in common. Y'all did the race together, so they sent you friend requests. But the awkward part about that is that when you see those people who sent you friend requests and they don't talk to you. Like, and so I've always, in my mind, I've always equated that to like a one night stand. Like you see parts of my life that I don't show most people, but when we pass each other, we don't talk. But like, I might smile and say hi or something like that. Cause now this, this happens to me a lot. Like where I've gotten free requests for people that I'm, I'm not a hundred, like I'm not close to, but we're kind of cool with. Uh, and so, then, but then I see that person and they don't really say anything to me. But 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 I'm like you see parts of my life that nobody else sees. It's a very awkward, precarious position to be in. Yeah, it really just depends on like what you use your social media platform for, because you can use it to post things about your life and your thoughts. 
Um, you can use it for a lot. Like some people just use it to scroll through and look at cat mm-hmm. videos. That's what Donna was telling me today. <laughs> cat videos. And she kept showing me like <laughs> cat videos. Cat videos. <laughs> Yeah, and so it, it really just depends on, like, also what you're using it for. And I don't know. I feel like social media has sort of expanded into this almost unrecognizable thing from what it started out as. It used to be just a way to keep in touch with and communicate with your friends in a more streamlined fashion. We're talking about, like, social media. And we're talking about, like, how social media can, like, can affect relationships and whatnot. And, I mean, it's funny, you know... It's funny when you talk about like people that send you friend requests because if you're like me, maybe you're like me and you were talking about like the, the one guy that was that was I think he was interested in you when you told me that story. He was totally interested oh yeah, in you. no yeah. doubt yeah. And so like like I wonder if, if I've had those same kind of instances, but I think people are very are, are smarter about it. <laughs> oh yeah, he was like blatant. Right, so so he was blatant with it, but. How social media can affect your relationship, but but how do you? You've been in a committed relationship for a while, but even with, like with that said, because social media does make it easier for people to contact you, it makes it easier for people to get in touch with you. It it, it makes it easier for people to cheat, and but why do you stay committed? Committed in my relationship, or why do I stay on social media? Oh, committing your relationship. Well, I don't think that social media makes it to where I want to mess around mm-hmm. um, or anything like that. Like, I was really quick to shut that guy down that was trying to flirt with me. I told mm-hmm. him that I was with Alan and, right, right. you know, that we had been together for a long time. Um, and also the thing that kind of freaked me out about that guy is he also had a girlfriend so that made it even more confusing you, about why he was talking to did me did you know that at the time like why i was talking to you well i kind of suspected because he had a picture of him and a girl and like i looked at the picture and it said something that kind of sounded like she was his girlfriend and so or no somebody commented on it and said that y'all oh y'all are a cute couple or something like that so i was like oh so they're a couple So I asked him about it while he was flirting with me. I was like, hey, don't you have a girlfriend? Oh, I should say flirting at me. I I asked him about it while he was flirting at me. Mm. Don't you have a girlfriend? And he was like, that's when he said, yes, but my feelings to you are strong. Yeah. So, but that that shut him down really quick because. And he said that, like I said, she's pretty. Mm. And he was like. Or no, I told him treat her right. She looks very pretty, and he was like, "Oh, well, you've gone and made this awkward now." And I'm like, "I have not made this awkward. You have made this awkward, and I have yeah. half the mind to find that girl and tell her what was going on because right. she didn't deserve that." Because I, I think with a lot of people, I think I think social media kind of gives people an excuse to contact other people, and, and not and not to sound like a prude. But I think it just, like, as my, my wife would say, like, it, it cuts a lot of steps out. Like, you can send somebody a message. You can say, hey, we were, like, we did this same event together at work. And um, so, you know, you send them a friend request. And then they say, you know, you send, you send them a private message. And guess what? Like, a relationship has started. 
I also want to circle back to what you asked me about how I stay committed yes. while being on yes. social media. Because I don't feel like I really answered that. Yes. I stay committed to Alan because I'm in a relationship with Alan. And that means something to me. I don't really know what else to say. What is, is that it? I mean, I also don't have like a lot of dogs barking up my tree either. But, 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 but okay. I don't really. I, maybe I don't understand the question. No, I, I, I think you, I think you answered the question. And but one thing is, I said this earlier, but one thing I figured out, figured out about you and Alan that's different from most people mm-hmm. is that you two accept each other for who you are. And sometimes, for ninety percent of the time, that's really good. I think sometimes it becomes a detriment is when you're so accepting of each other that you don't allow each other to thrive. Like you don't, cause you're so com- you become complacent, and and that's the downside of it. But majority of the time, it's the upside. It's because Alan is okay with who you are, and whatever struggle you have, he's gonna he's gonna help you through it. All right. Well, we need to wrap this up now. It is now twelve forty three in the morning, so it's been Easter for forty three minutes. Well, anyway, um, Dad, what would you like to make a toast to? I'd like to make a toast to everybody who's listening to this show. Um, if you've made it this far, you're awesome. And and hopefully we've given you something that maybe, maybe that helps you in your life down the line. Uh, currently, it doesn't matter. But... Um, just want to say thanks for listening. I really appreciate you guys going on our journey. And if, if anything, if you take anything from this episode, I just hope that people take, uh, just take away uh, relationships can work. They just require a bunch of work and a lot of acceptance of the other person. So... Um, like I said, if, if, if we've helped one person, uh, if we, if we helped one person look at their relationship differently, or maybe find some value and meaning in their, in their relationship, then that's good. Um, that's, that's, that's what, that's what I want to do. To the people listening who have made it this far. Yeah. <laughs> All two of you. <laughs> like, if you made it past the poop. You're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and by the way, I'm really drinking and really making this toast. I am drinking an Angry Orchard Hard Cider Rosé, which I, I just wanted to try it out. And I don't think I actually like it that much because it's too tart for me. But anyway, yes, I'm actually drinking. So again, to our listeners. To our listeners. Angry Orchard, we're, me and Mom are drinking Evan Williams. And um, yeah. Like it's you know I'm so Emily I'm so glad that you're doing this because number one it gives us an outlet to talk about our relationship and it's it's also fun for me like I just like to like literally I just like to sit around and just talk shit we can almost do a, like a whole other show about this like relationships are hard but it, it's it's kind of like it's kind of a fallacy because relationships are hard but they're kind of surprisingly simple and really. If, if you're in a relationship with somebody and you like their person for, like, e- even their their bad parts, if you still like their person through their bad, their, their, their negatives, and it could be a beautiful thing. 
Oh yeah. And that, that's that's kind of like I, I kind of see that with you and Alan, and it's kind of very similar between me and mom, is that our negatives are something that's very can be a positive. Um, and if you can help somebody, like whatever issues they're dealing with, if you can help them overcome those issues, then you're winning. So yeah. So thank you for joining us on this crazy ass ride. I am very proud of you. And not just because you're doing this show, but I think this show represents more than a downloads. And like we were talking about this earlier and whatnot, and, and even when I was sober. But one thing about this show is that it has brought a lot of your friends together. And that's something that when you were, t- when you were telling me about the group chat that you guys have and whatnot, it's one thing that, I, that like, that's what I picked up from. I said, wow, man, like, Emily has that quality. Like, this show is bringing people together. And, and that, that, that's, a knack, that, that's something that you've always had. That's, that's a quality that you, that you will always have. And, like, make the best of it. Well, I have to say, and thank you for all that. Like, it really means a lot to me. Um, I, I have been having so much fun doing this, and I've had such a great time with my friends and just hanging out and having a good time. And I, I really appreciate what this podcast has done for me so far. And I look forward to a lot more. And so I would actually like to make my toast. Cheers. I would like to make my toast to... The designated podcast driver guests, um, the ones back in Knoxville who are not here right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I want to thank you guys for coming out. I want to thank my parents for being designated driver podcasts this evening. And um, I just, I really enjoy it. I, I enjoy talking to people and I enjoy seeing people have a good time. So it's been really fulfilling for me to get together with people and just you know see what they're about see what they like to talk about and have have some good drinks good drinks good, good so drinks. The, to the beginning of something great thank you well anyway i guess we'll let that be that good night guys. good night everybody oh good, good morning night. good night that's all for today A big thanks to everyone who granted us entry into their ear holes if you have any feedback or would like to make a toast you can email us at designateddriverpod at gmail.com or tweet us at ddpodnox, as in short for Knoxville. And so far, it's been crickets on your end. But please don't be shy. We would love to hear from you and share your voices as well. Our theme song is Blood Alcohol by We Assure Dedicated, and we'll catch you next time. Of my soul ejaculated premature. I'm disappointed in you. A is for alcohol, B is for the blood you show, and C is for.